You're listening to CAMS Talk, a podcast brought to you by the service users and professionals from East London NHS Foundation Trust. A podcast where you can hear us discuss, debate and challenge issues around child and adolescent mental health in the UK. Welcome back to the second half of episode eight of the CAMS Talk podcast. Uh, in this episode, we have some of our young service users who have returned from uni in order to share with us some of the highs and some of the lows of their experiences and also share tips for any of you young people out there that are considering going to university or are indeed on their way there. Um, so let's rejoin the conversation now. Trusting yourself and trusting um, you you and your family and your support system um, will will kind of figure it out together Mm -hmm. Um, so if you if you go and you think oh I don't I won't need to see anyone I won't need to speak to anyone for like six weeks and it doesn't work out that way that's fine because they haven't actually gone anywhere they're still there to support you yeah Um, it just might look a little bit different now you have mm. to find your own balance and the first period of like however long at uni will be difficult because you are still trying to find your balance and figure out how much time you need with people from home and how much time you you need to party to have fun but not affect your mental health and because um, I thought I was going to be able to party every single night and then Same. my mental health plummeted mm-hmm. because of alcohol yeah which um, is a depressant by the way just throwing it out there alcohol yeah. is a depressant yeah and lack of sleep i suppose yeah. oh that's mm. a big thing yeah so you you've got to find your own balance and it's different for everyone mm-hmm. um and if you are if you've gone to university or if you're going to university and you get to the start bit and you think oh my god i can't do this it might just be not that you can't do it, but you just haven't found the right way to do it yet. And also, I because I got to the point where I was too anxious to go out, out, out. I mean, like out on night out. Um, I was too anxious, and um, I would worry about that even more because I was like, I'm worried about going out because I'll panic. But if I don't go out, people are going to be like, "Why is she not coming out? Why is she not coming out?" People do not think that much about it, and actually, everyone ends up doing that. A month down the line when they've not got any money left and they are permanently hungover. Literally. Honestly, like no one thinks that much about it. And I remember my boyfriend saying to me, like, Mia, if he would say like one of my other flat, he'd be like, if Ollie doesn't go out, do you think, why is he not going out? And I'm like, no, I just think, oh, he's having a night in. And then he's like, people will understand. Like, just say to him, I'm not coming out because either if you want to tell them, I'm too anxious. Tell I'm them. I'm knackered. I'm knackered. I don't have the money. People do not think about it as much as you think they will. And they're not going to judge you for it. I know someone that went out in freshers every night and hasn't been out since. And It's because they've blown all their money. Because they've blown all their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> it's completely different for everyone. Do not feel the pressure just because you think everyone's going out and getting drunk and having an amazing time. Well, that was the thing that I was, I was going to say that you see in that first week, especially freshers, everybody on social media looks like they're having the time of their lives. Oh my they're God. out partying every single day. And really, there are points in that week where you just miss your family, you miss home, but that's just not being shown on their Snapchat or on their Instagram. And so it doesn't mean you're the only one struggling in that. Everybody goes through that and you'll be okay. Yeah, it's like um, you'll see pictures of me out with friends. We're all smiling, having an amazing time. Um, Little did you know, 
10 minutes later I had a panic attack or half an hour later I was in crisis or mm. anything like that but obviously I'm not going to post hey no. by the way guys yeah <laughs> I was in crisis that point that was in my literally life. my freshers week like there were all these pictures of me with my new flatmates you know and literally I was having panic attacks around the clock and not saying you will go and that was what is what will happen we've all had mental health difficulties before and some of us were fine when we went off to uni I happened to struggle and you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known. And no one did know until I came home and messaged all my friends. Well, not all of them, but I just said, look, just so you know, I'm at home for a bit. Don't know what's going on, you know. And I think Roshni was shocked. I think she, you, you didn't know I was struggling no. at all. Yeah. No idea. Um, Mental illness doesn't disappear when you want to do something new. Mm. Um, and this applies to everything. You go to uni, if you have a mental illness, it's still going to be there. Um, your birthday, mental illness is still there. It's not just going to be like, hey, so today's supposed to be a good day um, and therefore I'm going to go give you a break because that, that's not how it works. If you have a mental illness, unfortunately, you have a mental illness and it's mostly just managing it. Yeah, um, and I think managing both kind of mental illness and the difficulties um, that are associated with going to uni because there are difficulties... Um, and it is difficult and I think everyone looks different when they manage them so like you were saying um, you'll upload that photo and it'll look like you're having the best time of your life but actually um, people aren't vocal about when they're struggling so you might move into a flat and the person in the room next door might be really really struggling but because you're not seeing it and because there's so much pressure you have to make friends for life when you go to university you'll meet people that you'll know forever Mm. um and people don't want to be friends you would think with people that are struggling but actually um everyone is struggling in their own way and just because it looks different doesn't mean it's not happening and as well i had a friend one of my best friends the one who i was at uni uni with i obviously relied on her quite a lot in the first um, month when I was there. Um, But my struggling is very outward. I'm open. I just cry. And I, you know, I I tell any... I'm quite an open book, uh, which sometimes helps, sometimes hinders me. But she knows me, so I was just spent my whole time crying in her kitchen um, to her. And she said to me, look, Mia, I know you probably think I'm not struggling, but I am. It just... I just don't... You're a crier. You're, you let it out. That's how you... So people tend to know when you're struggling. She said her thing is she showers like four times a day. She Showers, which, by the way, apparently are scientifically proven to be the closest thing to a human hug, apart from a human hug. That's probably why she does it. Um, she was like, I'm showering like five times a day. You just don't know about it. That's how I'm coping. Um, and she said it doesn't mean... And actually the tables have turned now. I was really struggling to begin with. Now she is really struggling. And you all just learn to take care of each other. And you all just learn. Your flatmates you will get more comfortable with. Mine ended up knowing about all of everything that's going on with me. They have been so lovely about it, even if you think they won't understand. So I think there's a really important message there, isn't there? That actually you probably think you're the only one and everyone's having a great time. But it's okay to admit you're struggling because mm-hmm. if you admit it, probably everyone else is going to admit it as well. Have you, mm. have you guys all experienced that, that actually, you know, everyone, does everyone tend to put on a bit of a brave face, do you think? 
Definitely. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all lying. It's not, it's some, you know, there are good points. And I had a friend who I met on the course, actually. And I remember us two, literally, in the middle of, like, one of our studio sessions, we just went to the loo. And we both just started crying at each other. And she was like, I'm not happy, I'm not happy, but I don't know what to do about it. She was like, I don't feel like myself anymore. I'm here and everyone's having such a good time. And um, she doesn't have mental health issues. She was just struggling. Um, And her telling me she was struggling and me telling her I'm struggling was comfort in itself. Honestly, me and her, I knew her for about two weeks. Um, And then she dropped out, which again... If you drop out, it's not the end of the world. People aren't going to be like, why are you dropping out? Just explain. Just explain as much as you want to. It's and not for everyone. It's not. It? Even yeah. with or without mental health difficulties, it's not for everyone. Turns out it wasn't for her. But me and her literally now just messaged to check up on each other. We knew each other for two weeks. But because we were both struggling, oh my God, we were both just like, mm. a, we had there was a bond there because of that. And you will find the people who you gel with the most are the ones you're most honest with mm. about things. But also, like... You, I know you haven't had the best experience, mm. but I don't want to put anybody off and be no. like, it's not like this for everyone. I know for me especially, I've absolutely loved it and can say a bad thing about my experience. And it's also, for me, it was like a breath of fresh air going to university, you're going to a different town. You're, you can have a completely fresh start if you want to. Nobody needs to know about your past if, if it happens. Because sometimes mental illness can become your identity and it's then really struggle like you really struggle to find yourself. And so I that's what I've learned from this experience and it's it's really good. So you can become whoever you want you can, to be. And you yeah. have that choice to do so. So yeah. so take university as that chance to take a step as well. And you're meeting a whole new load of people. I mean, I know we've talked a lot about families, but it must be really hard leaving your friends behind and and obviously they've moved on to do things and it's you know has, has that been a struggle of have you all missed your friends as well as your, your you're family? in a no man's land at this point because you've got your friends from home but they've also moved on with their lives and you've got these new friends at uni but you're not that close of them so when you're struggling it's really hard because where do you go to you've got yeah. where do you go also you all approach it differently I know my friendship group some of us were like oh we're going to uni but I can't wait to come back and like meet up with you one person in our friendship group just as soon as she went to uni left the group chat and literally was like blocked us all off fair enough if you want to do that do that but it is it is so weird because it's like you don't know what anyone's plans are with that so you just um, have to wait and see yeah the friendship part for me was very difficult because i have some crazy attachment problems and um I have this one best friend who is the most amazing person in the world and that's the only way I can put it and I saw her posting on her social media all of these people and how close she is with these people how amazing these people are and I spent a whole evening going through her social media and looking at how many posts there were of them and how many posts there were of me and I, I spent the whole night convincing myself that she doesn't care about me anymore because she has new friends. And that was that. Um, and I called her up crying and I was like, you've replaced me. Like all of this sort of stuff. Mm. Um, she hasn't. 
she just lives somewhere else now and that's what she said to me she was like you you're seeing lots of pictures with these people because I live with these people and I'm very close with these people but you're still my best friend um and when I was at home we didn't spend as much time together as these people that I live with because my mum is protective of me and she didn't allow me out so now I'm away from my mum I'm allowed out all the time I'm getting lots more quality time with these people um than I was able to have with you but we're still best friends so stop panicking um I also started to panic not only because I thought that I had been replaced but because um Just a quick note as well on other relationships. I, for example, I have a boyfriend and I was really worried when I went to uni. I was like, oh my God, this is so different. This is so different. If you want to make it work, you can. You go to uni, you hear a lot of people either break up or whatever. I was in a flat. um, It's a flat, there's six of us. And four of us began in relationships. Then the first week, they all dumped their boyfriends girlfriends I am now the only one left um and that is a bit like oh god like it does make you think does make you think like should I be doing that or should I be you know what it it puts you in a difficult position and my boyfriend was like they've all dumped you know they've all dumped their boyfriends girlfriends what don't like how are you feeling about that like worried about that I was gonna follow so if you want to make it work you can it is fine you don't have to go to really to uni single but at the same time you might go and think you know what I don't want to be with anyone and that's also okay and I think that's another case of um uni looking different to everyone and everyone having different experiences and saying oh you don't want to be in a relationship when you go to uni like why would you want to do that because that's what I want to do and it's totally fine and also um they've gone away to uni they've got all these new people why would they still want to be friends with me because it hasn't erased the the exactly. history that you've got together. And while you might not be at school together every single day, like you were building up those memories, they haven't gone anywhere. So, no. um, again, there's a lot of what you should do and what you actually do are very different. And you end up very grateful. You come back at Christmas, for example. Me and Roshni, honestly, first, first day I was back, let's meet up. You become mm. so... Because... As much as those new friends are very it's exciting, you're having all these great new experiences, like you say, you can't erase the history where you have with those people no. and the bond you have. And we can still laugh about, and we can talk about, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? Did you hear about so-and-so? Because <laughs> you know each other well on a different level. You know, um, it doesn't erase anything. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking up my best friend from university um, and I am actually driving to Surrey to pick her up because she can't afford the train home. I love that. Oh, that's um, so sweet. I bet you're so excited. I'm so excited. Um, I'm actually doing it day after tomorrow. <gasps> wow. Um, and we're going to have a road trip, and it's going to be really good because her friends don't listen to the same kind of music that we bonded over. And so we're going to have a whole mashup of music that she hasn't been listening to since she's gone to university. Mm-hmm. Um, what I intended to say earlier was that I've noticed, or at least I thought, that everyone was getting really good bonds with other people, and I felt that I wasn't bonding with people as much as they seemed to be. Um, And I just wanted to put a reminder out there that actually university is 
depending on how long your degree is, it may be three years. For me, it's four years. Um, if you remember in school, in, say, year seven, you weren't friends with the same people in year 10. Exactly. Um, you don't have to be really, really close with the people that you meet on freshers or the people that you meet at the start of the um, term or whatever because you've got three, four years to meet more people that you actually might have a better connection with. And find your place in it all, really. I've, I put so much pressure on myself. My flatmates are going to be my best friends. They are just not my kind of people. I, we can go on a night out and we can spend a couple of hours in the kitchen having a laugh. That's great. I do not want to be best friends with them. Oh, I had an argument with my flatmate. Yeah, and that's fine. <laughs> so many rows happen because you're not used to living with people yeah. that aren't your family. And mm. people have different ways of living. People stay, get up at different times. People have uni at different times. People leave, their ki- leave the kitchen in a mess. People don't get stressed about it. People invite everyone and anyone over to the flat when you're thinking, I just want to go to bed. You learn to adapt with it, and it is okay to talk up about those things as well. And just say, just a friendly, like, look, I understand you want to do this, but can I just have one night? Make sure it's friendly, though. Make sure it's friendly, don't you? Because the person in my flat, who I actually kind of hope hears this, um, (laughs) was very rude um, and accused me of making the mess in the kitchen, which I actually hadn't done because I'd actually been, my mood had been too low for me to cook for myself. Um, so I hadn't actually been even in the kitchen, but what happened was I told him um, that it wasn't me and actually got very frustrated that he was accusing me. And he came back with, well, you're being overly defensive for it to have not been you. Um, and whenever anyone complains about anything, so um, anyone says, oh, by the way, somebody lost an Actimel actually the other week. That was very dramatic. Yeah, well, Somebody yeah. stole my like Actimel. whole Actimel. Yeah, a whole actimel, and um, this guy comes up and goes, "I'll back you." He goes, "I'll back you if you want to do anything about it." Um, so that was a huge thing. So just be nice to your flatmates, please. Yeah, there's there's so much politics when it comes to things like that. Um, who who left this in the kitchen? Who hasn't mm-hmm. washed up? Who had people around last night? Um, and who was it that was here making loads of noise at three a.m. when I've got a nine a.m. lecture? Um, you will get through it and it feels like the worst thing in the world when it's happening because it feels inescapable because it's the people you live with and you have to go home to. Mm. Um, that I, I'm speaking from experience, that does evolve throughout university. Yeah. Um, you don't have to live with the people in first year, in second year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the experiences that you have, the difficulties that you have in first year navigating those new relationships um, are kind of invaluable because you know what you can deal with. You know what's important to you. You know if you don't want to wash up for a week, then live with people that don't mind them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's horrendous, absolutely, but you, you can get through it. You can navigate it. A tip yeah. I do have based on something that Ocean said um, is that, if you are struggling mentally or anything and you think, I literally do not have the energy to go out in, and cook or even go into the kitchen, keep some food in your room. Keep some food in your room. I keep a packet of biscuits, some crisps. It doesn't have to be 
a full meal that you can, you know, because it's not, you know, but just something so that you don't necessarily, if you really can't go into the kitchen, you can't face people today, just have some, have some food in there, have, you know, some home comforts in there. Your, your room is your base, mm. make it your base, make it yeah, nice. Yeah, make it homely. Yeah. Bring, I suppose bring it's photos, a, yeah. I suppose it's a bit different as well if you have a roommate. Like, for example, mm. I have a twin room, so I share the room of another person and there's like a divider between us sort of like an incomplete wall if that makes sense yeah Yeah. so we are on like different sides of the room we can't really see each other most of the time but it does really affect like my day-to-day life in a way like I can't be loud in my room can't really do that much I get the smaller half of the room but in a way it has been like quite helpful to my mental health as well and like that's why my parents wanted me to get a twin room as well, like knowing there's always someone there, mm. even if I don't really talk to her. It's just comforting to feel that presence. But then other times it does feel like I just want to be on my own. But yeah. I don't have my own place to go. But also, if you, for example, need to talk to your roommates or whatever, talk to, you have them on mes- messages mm. so that you can, if you literally cannot come out and talk to them, let message them i barely like if i need to talk to my flatmates and i know they're in we literally just talk in the group chat and i'll say or if you have an issue like washing up or someone's left a thing in a mess and you can't say it face to face because you're too anxious to or whatever message message because you can edit a message type it out in your notes edit mm. it if you're worried about it into what you want to say and that is fine and we mainly deal with issues that way, which I don't know if you'd advise, but it all works out. Someone it will say, "It's a good idea." Yeah, someone will say, "Can someone who who's left bits of toast in the sink and it's blocking the sink? Sort it out." I literally had that issue, and I just put it on the group chat and it sorted out. Yeah, we do that as well. We just communicate for the group chat, but it does end up getting spammed a lot because of that as <laughs> well, which is a shame. Yeah, and I don't know. And not all the issues get resolved. Like a few weeks ago, someone nicked my towel from the bathroom, and I just never ended up finding it. Yeah, <laughs> so like, um, why would you do that? You're always mm. gonna have issues when you live with somebody, um, and especially at uni because you haven't picked who you're living with. Um, but basically, if you're nice to each other, then it should work out. The group chat is a brilliant thing um it's very frustrating at times yeah um but the reason it's so good is that it's like I, d- I don't know it just you can if somebody came up to me in the kitchen and said hey was it you who did that you you'd obviously get defensive wouldn't yeah. you yeah you, you'd react and that's going to cause more drama so having a group chat is a much more calm way deal with situations without them being particularly blown out of proportion as easily as they would have been had they been face to face i suppose it just gives you that breathing space doesn't it to think about how you're going to respond to what's been said yes as opposed to feeling under pressure right in the moment Mm. yeah yeah use your flat as your family too i can't count like the number of nights that one of my flatmates has come into my room we've had long late night chats or i've gone into their room they are so helpful even coming back home for the christmas holidays I FaceTimed four of my flatmates from home because you get close like that. Yeah. And our group chat is still buzzing because you miss, you do miss each other. At the end of the day, I know you don't choose to be put in with them, but you make it work. And don't be worried about, don't go to uni and 
be worried about your flatmates because there will definitely be somebody if it's just even if it's just one person in your flat that you will get along with yeah. and you'll make friends with. And also you can make friends on your course as well. Exactly. So yeah. um, my best friends are on my course. My best friends are on my so course. Same. Yeah, same. definitely. So if you arrive in a freshers week you think, Oh, I've got to spend a year with these people. You don't. There's there's societies that you can join, yeah. there's course friends that you can make. There's so many opportunities to meet new people outside of those that you're kind of forced to live with in the first year um your friendships will evolve as well so you don't have to be best friends from from the first year to the last year honestly like it's weird how i've been to uni you just because you're all going through this big change at the same time you all just kind of well in my opinion and what i've experienced you just form a bond. One of a girl I barely knew, like literally, like walked out of the um, stu- we had studio sessions, walked out of the studio session, crying, and I just went out and I just had a hug with her, and I hadn't really talked to her before. You just have a hug, and I'm just, and she ended up telling me what was wrong, and I was actually in a position where I'd experienced something similar, so I was able to, you know, you just you find friendships in the weirdest of places. I am a well, previous to uni, a girl's girl. I don't really, I don't form friendships with boys. I just, I'm not that kind of person. At uni, I am closer with boys than I am with girls. One night I was in my room crying and I literally just messaged one of the boys in my flat who I just gel with a little bit. And I was just like, can I have a hug? And he just came and gave me a hug. And that's, you know, and that was a big thing for me because I was anxious at the time, but so good. You just end up, it's very unexpected. You end up doing and behaving in ways and doing things that you didn't think you were like. So how is it being back? Are you all tearing your hair out yet at having to do what you're told again? And, and um, having to keep your room clean? And Exactly. You're so used to having so much freedom. You don't need to tell anybody what you're doing every like moment of the day. But I need to tell my mum, oh, by the way, today I'm going out because then she has to arrange like her day around me and I don't like that um but it's also lovely being back and having food cooked for you your washing done oh that's the best a clean <coughs> place to live um but yeah coming home and, and dinner's on the table and you're just like yes yeah oh. home cooked food honestly Not microwave meals yeah <laughs> washing doesn't have an oven no in my accommodation so don't oh. yeah we just really? have microwave meals all the time it's really yeah. healthy yeah, but the microwaves <laughs> can work like as, an oven, work kinda, as an oven kind of but it's no. not that great. Is Did it? nobody do catered then? Nobody no, no. Catered. I considered it. Yeah. Especially from someone who has had previous issues with eating. I was like, it might be helpful if it's just there. Yeah. Um, and I suppose, did your parents? Or yeah, my parents thought about it. They, they were like, like, would you find that easier? But actually, what, what I thought about was because uni, it's so, you don't go in necessarily nine till five I'm in at two till five some days I'm in at 11 some days it's not a structured thing and eating catered it's very structured yeah breakfast is at this time lunch is at this time dinner is at that time and if you miss it you miss it and because you don't have a kitchen where you keep all of your stuff you're stuck that would then and it makes it more difficult some people it's great I know someone who goes to Oxford and she's catered and she that's great for her Mm. for me I did consider it I thought maybe that'll help because I don't have to actually buy the food. I don't have to actually, for me personally, I was like, no, it's fine. I can do it. It's a control thing as well. If you mm-hmm. have control over what you're eating, mm-hmm. it makes it easier to eat it because you picked it out and you're comfortable with that. Mm. Um, we have like um, our own kitchens and our own things, but on the bottom of 
floor of the uni we do have where you can get a meal and you can have a full meal for £4.50, full meal, huge pudding and a drink. Um, and that is like if you don't have it in you to cook or anything mm. or you and your friends um, want to hang out, but you don't want to go to a restaurant because that's expensive. Mm. You can just go to this place where they have decent food, really cheap. You don't have to do anything. Honestly, if you are interested in Nottingham Trent, one thing I would say is Nottingham Trent have so many, like they have their own cafes, they have their own club. The cafes you can get, this is generally just, it's not even a mental health thing. This is just like a putting it out there. You can get a, is it a 12 inch pizza? I don't know what it is, but a big, a normal pizza. Six pounds, six pounds, and me and my friend <laughs> have been undone that so many times. And it's just like, yeah, use your uni things because it's designed for students. Yeah, they know you, they, they know, know you're you. broke. Yeah, yeah. there's um, so many places on campus when you can just go with your friends and get food, and that really helps to socialize as well. Like, hey, do you want to yeah. grab lunch? If you oh don't get gosh. on with people in your really flat, did. or if you don't get on with people in your course, uh, we have a place called The Hub where you mm-hmm. can go in and see people so depending on what you do depending on where you go you will find people um and it may not even be in the place you expected it to be but there are people so that's that yeah i just wanted to say i was really stressing out about this in like the freshers week because i didn't really connect with anyone then i didn't really know people didn't really talk to my flatmates or anything but it really it just takes time, like, joining different societies. You'll get to know people on your course more as you go along. Like, don't feel pressured to meet anyone that you really connect with in the first week or two. Honestly, it will happen. General advice for life and uni and mental health, give it time. Yeah. Things will work itself out. Honestly, time heals everything, sorts everything out. So It's all going to be okay. Before we finish then, any other little pearls of wisdom that you want to pass on? Any, you know, messages of um, support that you want to give? Because I'm aware that there's probably a lot of people listening to this who are filling out their UCAS applications Mm. as we speak, maybe feeling a little bit worried. You've given, you know, it's been such an eye-opener listening to you all and you've all given such great advice. Any other Mm. parting words? take take a wild card in where you think like if you're applying now you might not think this place is the best thing for you but give it time give it a chance enjoy what you have be prepared as well for the change you can always like on a eating disorder perspective meal plan if you want you can be ready for this big step up because it is a massive change and it's a change that you'll never experience before um but enjoy it and it will get better and you'll love it in the end it's all gonna be okay it'll all be okay and if you don't love it that's also fine it may be stormy <laughs> now but it never rains forever kind of thing oh. inspirational from Marsh. love it <laughs> thank you so much you. it's been amazing to catch up with you guys i'm so proud of you all it sounds like you know it's you've had a few bumps along the way but you're definitely all smiling now yeah. um it's really good to see you and thank you so much thank everyone thank you thank you You've been listening to Cams Talk, a podcast brought to you by the Luton and Bedford Cams team and the Luton and Bedford Service User Participation Group. If you'd like to hear more from us, just go over to camstalk.com and subscribe. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or any of the other platforms that you're using. 
Once you've subscribed, you'll get notification on your device every time we release a new episode. If you want to comment or share your views, you can contact us on Twitter using at camstalk, or you can send us an email using info at camstalk.com. One last thing before we go. Don't forget to use the hashtag camstalkpodcast whenever you comment on social media. We'll speak to you soon.